you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads Agency. So our topic today is what to consider before running Google Ads. Yes, we've both seen many, many websites and businesses who come to us desperate for running Google Ads to increase their leads, increase their sales. But Google Ads isn't always right for every business. And there's a few steps that every business should take before even starting with Google Ads. Also, it's important to comfortable losing your monthly budget for the first three months. Unfortunately, Google's not a magic button where you just push no. and it rains money. Hello, YouTube. Welcome back to another episode of Gads Girls. We're your hosts, Mel and Leandra. Hi, thank you for joining us again to our second episode of Gads Girls. If you didn't tune in last week, Gads Girls is taking it right back to the basics. So we know that you get a lot of really high level strategy from Cosmo and John, but we think that a lot of you are looking to talk about fundamentals of Google Ads, which is exactly what we're here to help you guys understand. So our topic today is what to consider before running Google ads, five things to consider before running Google ads. Leandra and I were both client managers here at solution eight. So we think it's really important to go over this topic with you all today. Yeah. So we've both seen many, many websites and businesses who come to us desperate for running Google ads to increase their leads, increase their sales, but Google ads isn't always right for every business. And there's a few steps that every business should take before even starting with Google ads. So the first one, know your numbers. This is really, really important. So knowing your value, knowing your, knowing your CAC, knowing your profit margins, all of these numbers help you determine realistic goals. So if you're aiming for a ROAS goal, if you're aiming for a CPA goal, you have to know your numbers first before you start running Google ads. That's right. We see a lot of businesses come to us and they just say, oh, we want more sales or we want more leads, but it's really important to quantify what your goals actually are based on actual numbers, because it's easy to come in and say, I want a 300% return on ad spend, but it's possible that you don't need 300. You could be perfectly profitable with let's say 200 because of your lifetime value. So there's lots of numbers to go into, and we can cover that more in detail in another video. All right. And number two is set a realistic budget. So this goes back to the numbers that we were just talking about. So once you have an idea of your numbers, what you're looking for, then you can more easily set a realistic monthly budget that you're ready to spend on Google ads. We'd recommend also getting an understanding of your cost per click. So how much clicks cost in your industry and working with that. Also, it's important to be comfortable losing your monthly budget for the first three months. Google Obviously, it's a test. Not like yeah, at the end of the day, Google Ads is a test in the first couple months. You have to see what type of campaigns are going to work, if Google Ads is going to work, kind of sort out the bugs in the first couple months to see, you know, is this going to be profitable? So it's really important to be aware that you could lose money and to determine what amount of money you're willing to lose in the beginning. You might not at the end of the day, you might not, it might be profitable from the get-go, but you have to have some sort of risk tolerance to start off. That's right. Unfortunately, Google's not a magic button where you just push no. and it rains money. There is always risk involved. And the first few weeks and up to three months is really a testing period to learn what works, what doesn't work so that you continue to optimize off of that. Next one, we have optimize your website. This one is close to my heart. <laughs> As a CM, I think we can all say we've worked with some really terrible websites. You know, we're driving traffic to the website, but ultimately something to really remember is that 
it's your website's job to convert. So Google ads is paid traffic. So you're paying to, we're sending relevant traffic to your website, but at the end of the day, the website has to convert. So making sure that you have a clear calls to action. And I know Leandra has a really good example about this one. So I'll let her tell your example. <laughs> So call to action on websites, it's important to have it really, really clear what you want the customer to do. So we had an example last week of a call to action, a nice big button right on the front of the website. And what it said on it was made in USA. Mm -hmm. While made in USA is a great selling proposition, it's definitely not a call to action. You're not asking anyone to do that in that specific example. So really important to have really clear messaging on what you want your customers to do. And I also thought of another example where a client has a login option on their website, but it was placed in a very similar area of the website where a call to action would be. So people are expecting that to be the call to action. So they're clicking it, but it's actually a login for the members that are already signed up with them. So thinking about the placement of the call to action is also important and making sure that you're repeating your call to action multiple times. So it gives people the opportunity as they're scrolling through the website to see it again and again and again. Another thing that we wanted to talk about is an easy checkout experience. So Leandra, you can talk about this one. Yeah. So I think we've all had experiences trying to buy something online and then you get these pop-ups and then something's not clear and the shipping option doesn't make sense. And making things really, really easy will get you better conversions because people don't have very much patience. The harder things are, they'll just leave and probably never come back. So the more clear your website is and the more clear the steps that you want them to take are, making it as easy as possible will definitely help things along. Melissa and I, before this, we were just saying how we think that websites should be easy to understand that your grandmother or your yes. not logically inclined mother should be able to understand what's going on. So you're not speaking to other people that know about your industry as well as you do, because you'll know about it the best, but make it understandable enough that anyone could dive in and understand it. And John uses a really good example that like a mom with like three yelling children on her phone should be able to easily navigate and easily complete the action that you want her to complete. And I always remember that one because it's true. I mean, moms might not be your target audience, but it has to be that easy that it could be navigated quickly and it's super clear. So next point here is ensuring that your website clearly states what your service is. So we work with a lot of lead gen businesses. I know probably 60% of my clients are lead gen and sometimes the service isn't clear. So this goes back to what Leandra was saying about make sure that your mom or your grandma would understand. So someone who has no experience in your field or in that particular market or niche, whatever it might be, if they read it, they're gonna know exactly what you are offering. If you have multiple services, I think it's really important to separate them. So have a different page for them or just make sure that it's super clear, separate them on the same page because sometimes things can get muddled and it becomes very confusing for the user. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, it's really important to understand that you're spending a lot of money on Google Ads and you're driving traffic to a website. If the website isn't doing its job, then it's really not a good investment. We have a lot of clients where we see the search terms are so relevant and everything looks perfect on our end. The search terms are relevant, the clicks are there, everything's great. But once they get to the website, that customer is just lost. And of course, that's the last thing you want to do is just throw money down the drain. So really important to have a professional look at your website or your mom look at your website and make sure that it makes sense.
for everyone and it's easy to navigate. There's also a tool I'll just quickly say, if you think this might be happening to you, you're running Google ads, you think that your search terms all look really great, but your conversion rate is low and you want to check in on the website. We recommend it all the time. Something like Lucky Orange, where you can watch the user experience. There's a heat mapping so that you can really see what's going on on the website. And if people are just leaving or people are yeah. interacting with things that you didn't think they were interacting with, that's really powerful. It's a really powerful tool to help you fix those things. Yeah, definitely. It's really neat to see. You can watch where people are navigating around on your website and it can help you make better decisions on what to change. Okay, yeah. All right. Number four. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. On our list here is consider products and services and their pricing. So obviously pricing is always a big factor in people buying, but people are fine paying a little bit more as long as your product or service is unique and can help them meet their goals or help them with their challenges. We have mostly stopped working with dropshipping companies because it's really, really difficult to differentiate yourself. If you're a dropshipper and you have multiple vendors selling the same product at generally the same price, there's nothing to set you apart. So running ads doesn't necessarily always work for those kinds. So we love products that are brand new, that people that you know the business owner has created or has worked on, and it's very different than others. And if you are selling similar products to other companies, just make sure that your pricing is competitive, like Landra said. And if it's not, your unique selling proposition has to be super clear for people to understand why they should pay more for your service. So yeah, we have two P's of the four P's of marketing. <laughs> consider your product and consider your pricing. It's very important. Like Leandra said, there's no point running ads if you know people aren't going to buy yours, they can buy cheaper on Amazon if there's no differentiation there. Yeah. And just a little side note there. So Melissa mentioned the four P's of marketing and we were just talking about this before this call and every marketing course that we took in university, these four P's always come up. So I came out of university thinking marketing is only about these four P's, which what I did was a product placement, price and people, I think. I think there's actually seven P's now if you really look into it, but that's all I ever learned about in university for marketing. And we're just looking at two today. <laughs> Yeah. Too. Okay. And then our last topic, which is very important. What mm -hmm. other marketing are you doing? So we have had clients come in, we've run ads for them and Google ads is the only thing that they are doing. And unfortunately, like Leandra said, we wish that Google ads was magic, but it's not. It is only one piece of the puzzle. It can't be your only strategy. There has to be, you know, what are you doing for email marketing? What are you doing on social media? Are you running native ads? Whatever else is applicable to your business, you have to be kind of diversify yourself in terms of your other marketing efforts. Because Google ads, it won't work if you don't have anything else going on for marketing. Yeah, it's dangerous in anything in life to put all your eggs in one basket. And unfortunately, we see that a lot. And when Google Ads starts to not work, business owners are sometimes left with, with nothing. So it's important to invest in different channels, different networks, and not just rely on the one. And they help each other, right? If you get Facebook traffic, it'll yeah. help your, your Google remarketing so they can work together like that. Absolutely. And even your email remarketing, it can be super powerful along with Google Ads. So other things to consider outside of Google Ads for sure. 
That's right. And that takes us to the end of our five things to do before running traffic to your website. Thanks for joining us. And we'll be back probably next week with another video topic for you. We've got some good ones coming up, some guests. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.